Hey guys, this is Jason Dunaway with Prophetic Pilgrimage. I'm here to share with you some insight into your journey in hearing the voice of God, talking about certain aspects of the gift of prophecy, and hosting special guests to hear about how God has led them on their journey. You can also check out my website at propheticpilgrimage.com. Hey guys, it's Jason Dunaway here. I'm coming at you guys with another um, Prophetic Pilgrimage episode. And so I hope you guys have been doing well. It's been a minute since I've been on here, but I feel really compelled to talk about discernment. And a lot of us probably know what that word is. You've probably heard it in the church. You've probably heard it outside of the church. Both of those things are great. And so us as humans, we already have discernment, which and that's called human intuition. And so but when discernment, when it's partnered with the Holy Spirit, it becomes supernatural discernment. And you're probably wondering, what's he mean by supernatural discernment? Supernatural discernment is discernment that's partnered with the Holy Spirit, but that's when the Holy Spirit's bringing a truth in the midst of picking up something that may or may not be him. And so um, discernment is also a feeling or a thought that comes to us. And so um, some people that I know um, are what you call feelers. And so when they walk into a room, they can immediately feel um, something going on in the room. They maybe feel that someone in the room is feeling depressed or maybe someone in the room is dealing with anxiety or maybe it could be something else. I'm not sure. And so um, I really want to jump in and I want to um, talk about something that Paul says in 1 Corinthians 12. And so Starting in verse 7, Paul's talking about the spiritual gifts and the use of the spiritual gifts. He says, "Um, But to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. So remember that verse, verse 7. And so, For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, and to another the word of knowledge according to the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the Spirit, into another the effecting of miracles, into another prophecy, into another the distinguishing of spirits. And so another word for distinguishing is discerning. And so what we're discerning, we're not just discerning emotions. We're discerning spirits. We're discerning spirits that aren't from God. And so people can encounter maybe someone maybe lying and you may be picking up on something that they're saying and the way they're acting And so we can be picking up a spirit of deception at that point. And so I'm just making an example to kind of give us a foundation of what to go off of. And so um, I hope that makes sense. And so discernment is actually a gift given to us by the Holy Spirit. And so um, I believe this is where people mess up um, when it comes to discernment. And so a lot of people make discernment or mistake discernment for being prophecy discernment is not prophecy um why do you think people do that i believe people stop at discernment because they believe that is that is what god is really saying however it's not and so for example say if i'm prophesying over somebody and i feel in my spirit that or maybe i'm feeling that this person may be um may be depressed or they may be having some anxiety issues and these are just examples and so if i were to prophesy that that would not reveal the heart of the father it would not bring a solution to their problem the anxiety is the issue and the holy spirit is actually 
allowing me to step into discernment and use that gift of discernment to, to say, okay, this is what's going on, but this is not what I'm prophesying. And so when we partner our discernment with the Holy Spirit, who is the spirit of truth, who brings truth to all of us in the midst of maybe lies, in the midst of confusion. And so I think people um, in the prophetic especially will stop at discernment and say, okay, well, this is what I feel like God's saying. I was like, did he say that? That's actually what you're feeling. And so we definitely want to make sure that we don't stop at discernment. We want to push past discernment. And so I believe that stopping at discernment robs us of hearing what God is truly saying about something or someone. And so um, a little testimony. And so about three years ago, um, I was prophesying. I was in a ministry setting, and I was prophesying um, over a young lady. And so she came to sit down um, with us, and I immediately just started praying over her, just kind of opening up the session. And during that time of praying over her, I just felt... um, almost so much depression um, just kind of come in the room. And I immediately asked Holy Spirit, I said, okay, I didn't come in this way, so what's going on? Why am I feeling so much kind of, why am I feeling so much depression? Why am I feeling so much oppression at this point? And I just remember the Holy Spirit saying, um, this woman sitting in front of you, I'm not saying her name because I want to honor her, but he said, this woman sitting in front of you is actually um, mourning a loss of their grandmother or their, um, I think it was their stepmom at the time, I'm not really sure, uh, I forgot, but um, um, I immediately said, okay, God, like, how am I supposed to communicate this, and so, um, and so I, I just asked the lady, I said, um, I said, I really want to take a risk here, I feel, I sense some depression um, coming off of you, and maybe that's not what that is, but I told her, I was like, I just sense a little bit of anxiety and, and just kind of depression and sadness. And so, and when I asked Holy Spirit, I said, what's going on? And so the Holy Spirit had mentioned to me that um, that you were dealing with a, a loss of, of a mother or a stepmother, um, if I'm hearing correctly. I told her, I was like, this is just a risk. Um, you don't have to receive it. This is me taking a risk. And um Turns out this woman was actually dealing with a death um, of her mother-in-law. Um, and so I didn't hear all the way correctly, but I did hear the Holy Spirit say that she was dealing with a loss. And so, yes, she was dealing with a loss. And so I was able to pray into that um, word and pray over her a lot more accurately because of the discernment that I picked up. But I pushed past what I was feeling and asked um, asked the Holy Spirit what was going on. And so... Um, that's a prime example of us not of us not stopping at discernment. It really does rob us of hearing what God's truly saying. And so, thankfully, I didn't stop at what I was feeling because if I were to prophesy what I was feeling, it wouldn't have done anything but made it worse. And so, I was able to lead her into an encounter um, with the Father in that moment. And so, um, that was really really amazing. Um, I'll never forget that day. And so, I really. Um, I want to talk about a story in 1 Kings 3. And so I'm going to skip around just a little bit. And so this is actually a story about um, King Solomon. Um, and, and I think it's, um, yeah, Solomon basically, um, he has a dream and God visits him in his dream. And I just remember God asking him, ask what you wish me to give you. And so I'm going to start at um, verse 3 in 1 Kings. And so 
It says, Now Solomon loved the Lord, walking in his in his statuses or his statutes of his father David, except he sacrificed and burnt uh, burned incense on the high places. The king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there, for that was the great high place. Solomon offered a thousand burnt offerings on the altar. In Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream at night, and God said, Ask me what you wish me to give you. Then Solomon said, You have shown great loving kindness to your servant David, my father, according as he walked before you in truth and righteousness and uprightness of heart towards you, and you have reserved for him this great loving kindness that you have given him a son to sit on his throne as it is in this day. And so skipping down here, um, Solomon's thing that he asked, he says, so give your servant an understanding heart to judge your people, to discern between good and evil for who is able to judge this great people of yours. And so Solomon, here's Solomon here, and he's reigning over... Um, Israel, okay? And so there's a lot of people in Israel, guys. And so Solomon's obviously overwhelmed here. He says, for who is able to judge this great people of yours? And so Solomon's like, I need your help, God. Like, I need an understanding heart. I need discernment between good and evil so that I can guide these people into truth, basically. And so that's that's our goal as prophets. That's our goal as prophetic people, as sons and daughters, to lead people into truth. And so um, I'm going to skip down to verse uh, 12 here. And God's answer to him says, Behold, I have given you a wise and discerning heart, so that there has been no one like you before, nor shall one like you arise after you. How amazing is that? No one will ever be as wise as Solomon was, obviously except for God. He's the wisest person you'll ever meet. And so um, I want to... Um, I want to skip down to um, a later um, where Solomon actually has an opportunity to use that discernment. And so Solomon's encounter with God shows us that he was asking him for discernment so that he could tell between good and evil. And so this allowed him to make incredible decisions later on in his life as he led Israel. And so I'm going to read a story um, just a little bit after. As soon as it's like literally the next day after he asks for discernment, in understanding heart, he actually comes up um, and has this encounter with two women who are actually harlots. And so um, I'm going to read that really quick. It's starting in verse 16. We're still in chapter 3. And so it says, Then two women who were harlots came to the king and stood before him. The one woman said, Oh my Lord, this woman and I live in the same house, and I gave birth to a child while she was in the house. It happened on the third day, after I gave birth, that this woman also gave birth to a child, and we were together. And so these two harlots were living in the same house. They both had children at the same time. They were both in the house at the same time. There was no stranger with us in the house, only the two of us in this house. So no one else in this house was uh, was with these two harlots, just them two. And so this woman's son died in the night because she lay on it. So she arose in the middle of the night and took my son from bedside, or from bedside beside me, sorry, uh, while your maidservant slept, and laid him in her bosom, and laid her dead son in my bosom. So this one harlot, one lady, 
swapped her child out that she rolled over on in the middle of the night and swapped it out and put it under the other woman. And this is her talking. And so, when I rose in the morning to nurse my son, behold, he was dead. But when I looked at him carefully in the morning, behold, he was not my son whom I had born. Then the other woman said, No, for the living one is my son. The dead one is your son. But the woman first said, No, for the dead one is your son, and the living one is my son. Thus they spoke before the king. So these two women are bickering back and forth. And so um, they were basically bickering back and forth before King Solomon at this point. And so this is what Solomon says. He says, The one says, This is my son who is living, and your son is the dead one. The other one says, No, for your son is the dead one, and my son is the living one. And so the king said, Get me a sword. So they brought a sword before the king. The king said, Divide the living child in two, and give half to the uh, one and half to the other. Then the woman whose child was the living one spoke to the king, for she was deeply stirred over her son and said, O my lord, Give her the living child, and by no means kill. Uh, by no means kill him. But the other one said, "He shall be neither mine nor yours. Divide him." Then the king said, "Give the first woman the living child, and by no means kill him. She is the um, she is the mother." When all of Israel heard of the judgment which the king had handed down, they feared the king, and they saw um, they saw that the wisdom of God was in him to administer justice. And so this is an amazing example of what I believe is also discernment. And so he was operating in supernatural discernment. I don't believe anyone else would have had the bright idea to get a sword. And so, you know what, I'm going to cut on the living child in half and give both of these. But it was a test to see who was really going to respond the right way. And so the the actual um, child's mother said, Oh, my Lord, um, give her the living child. By no means kill him. And so I think that this is an amazing example of <clears throat> of Solomon um, just walking in discernment, um, operating in discernment, and just really um, walking that out. And so uh, my encouragement is do, don't stop at discernment. It's simply a conversation starter with God. It opens this beautiful dialogue with Him, which allows us to capture what He's really doing and what He's really saying. And so discernment can lead to a dialogue with God that can lead to a word of knowledge that can lead to a word of hope over someone and it, but in Solomon's case it led to someone actually getting justice it led to the actual mother getting her child back and bringing justice to her and also the one who was lying and so um, Lord knows what happened to the other one we don't, we don't know it doesn't say it in the story and so <clears throat> but I know for us discernment is not something that we always go with when it comes to the prophetic. And so if we are discerning something that may seem dark or bad, um, maybe the Holy Spirit is actually revealing some kind of lie or plan of the enemy over someone, and you can actually get the joyful opportunity opportunity to release the love of the Father. And so we always want to tap into what God is really saying, and discernment can be our doorway to having a deeper conversation with the Father. And yes, discernment is a doorway. It is an open doorway to having a deep conversation with the Holy Spirit. And so John 16, uh, 13 tells us, um, But when He, the Spirit of truth, comes, He will guide you into all truth. For He will not speak on His own initiative, 
but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will disclose to you what is to come. And so the Holy Spirit is obviously called the Spirit of Truth, and so he guides us into truth in the midst of confusion, in the midst of a lie. And so uh, the Holy Lo- the Holy Spirit loves to present that uh, to us truth, and so that's why it's called the Spirit of Truth, like I was saying. And so um, even even if what we are discerning is not from the Lord, the Holy Spirit comes and shares with us what actually and what God is actually really really saying. And so um, one of the most amazing things. Um, about discernment is it actually helps us and it allows us to make really, really good life decisions as well. And so it's not just geared towards the prophetic, it's actually geared towards our our lifestyle um, of living with God and walking on this earth. And so um, I hope this podcast um, blesses you guys today. And so quick activation. Um, if you're in a prophetic group, if you're not, or if you're in a prayer group, um, begin to gather around. Um, just invite the Holy Spirit in the room. Begin to engage with God in whatever you feel or any thought that comes up into your head in that moment. Begin to ask God these three questions. And I believe these three questions actually will actually help you to navigate um, what God's doing and, and help you navigate the things that maybe you're discerning or the things that you're picking up. And so the first one is, what is he saying about that thing that you're you're feeling or you're sensing or you're seeing in the spirit. And uh, the second question is, who is it for? And the third one is, what are you saying over that person, Holy Spirit? And so we always want to make the end goal to release and to reveal the heart of the Father. And so we're always asking God, God, what are you saying over that person? What is it that you're that you're wanting to release over them? And so um, I bless you guys, and I'm just going to release just a prayer and impartation over you really quick. So Holy Spirit, I thank you. I thank you that you are the spirit of truth. I thank you that you guide us into all truth. I thank you that you don't speak on your your own initiative, but you speak and you release whatever you hear from the Father. And so I thank you that you've given us access to the Father. So Father, I just released just a fresh impartation over all the listeners right now. God, I pray that they would begin to operate in supernatural discernment, not just human intuition, but they would begin to operate in supernatural discernment, which is human intuition partnered with the Holy Spirit, Lord. So I just release just fresh encounters. I release wisdom and understanding over each and every listener, Father. God, I just pray that anytime a feeling or a thought would come up, that they would begin to engage you in that process, God, that they would begin to engage you in their feelings and the thoughts that come up when they enter into a room or when they enter into a building or a grocery store or their job, Father. So I just pray that they wouldn't stop at discernment. I pray that they would push past it and see the revelation that's on the other side of it, Father. So I just thank you for your love. I thank you for your son, Jesus. I just bless every single listener right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, guys, I appreciate it. Um, I hope you enjoy this podcast. I hope you have an amazing week. We'll talk to you soon.